What up? It's the Binge Eater Podcast with your boy, the South Bouse, Harley, and I'm here with Donnie Ducats and Lynch. We're holding it down. Attention, burger lovers. Shake Shack is coming to Canada. Yeah, yeah. Shake Shack's finally coming to Canada. And you know what's funny? Is I was big on Shake Shack. The hype on Shake Shack. I mean, I remember specifically us going to New York from business. We probably got Shake Shack a couple times while we were there, at least. Yep, uh, Shake Shack implemented... Was- they implemented a system that I thought was really useful that I wish more places had. And honestly, every place should have it. If you have a bump in place, they had a camera out front and he went to a website and it was like a live stream and you could see how long the lineup was back when there was one or two Shake Shacks in all of New York. And you would go, look, you, they had a live stream and you would decide if you wanted to go, if it was worth it to wait in line or not. Seems like it violates your privacy a bit though. <laughs> public you're yeah, out in public you get, caught, you get caught with the side piece and uh yeah exactly that's what i live in yeah. shit like that like some guys like yo i wonder what the line's like and they look and they're like oh, there's that motherfucker let's go kick his ass <laughs> you get doxxed like at the shake shack line waiting for uh exactly those cheese fries which are fucking great and listen guys uh if you never had shake shack before it is great it is awesome mm-hmm. um I, and don't sleep on the chicken shack uh their chicken burger is pretty good but I have no loyalty to them anyway, so fuck them. I don't <laughs> Ask care if you do it. Huge <laughs> Jackman. Jack <laughs> I, I have to say, like, the problem with these, you know, I I like Shake Shack. I mean, I like most burgers. It's but you love Shake Shack. No, I don't love Shake Shack. You love like burgers. No, no, no. I'm still like a burger fi guy for the most part, I would say. Like, for the, not, sorry, not burger fi. Apologies. I'm still a five guys guy. I was going to say the fi, last never time I had- back. The last time Different I had Burger Fi, I was just going to say to you, it was bad. Never but I had it in Florida, yeah. and I feel like, yeah. I, listen, I'm a piece of shit. I'll post up at the Olive Garden three nights in a row. Don't threaten <laughs> me with a good time. I will fuck up. Um, and so, like, I know in Florida, sometimes it's different. Sometimes I'll, I'll have an experience of something. I'll go to a place that's consistently pretty good, or I know what to expect. And I'll go to Florida, and the Florida part of the algorithm just overtakes it becomes more of a Florida experience more than anything, and it like it's not right. Nothing was right. Uh, I think I think uh, Burger Fi is not on the level of Shake Shack, and I think Shake Shack and Five Guys compete. People like to put In and Out with Five Guys, but In and Out is more comparable to McDonald's. Five Guys is much more expensive, so Shake Shack, oh, Five Guys, and Shake Shack go head to head. At the end of the day, after the last fifteen years of my life, the last fifteen years, I've loved Fat Burger. I've loved so many burger places. I will give it to five guys. If there were like one burger that you could have for the next 15 years, like I would, I'm probably going to go with five guys. I'm glad you're saying that because I've had burger Fi, and I've had five guys, but I've never had Shake Shack. Worth it. It's definitely worth it to try. Yeah, I've, I've, I've literally, I've never seen a Shake Shack. You hate a good time though. Yeah, like you is get that, fries you, and they like. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Yes. Can I talk? Yeah. Plenty of examples over the last twenty-seven. But <laughs> no, I want to say something. This is something that I, that I would say. Like you don't. You, obviously, you love a good time, but like you, our good times are different. You'll get the cheese fries, and they'll cover every fry and cheese for you. Let's say, or maybe you don't always get good coverage. I don't know. You'll just get the exact amount of cheese that I would have liked to have gotten, and you'll get it, and you'll be like, ugh. Should have got not cheese fries, bro. First of all, you should always get not cheese fries and then apply yeah, your own that. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, 
no, you're 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 making all kinds of crazy assumptions here that I wouldn't be happy with some hypothetical cheese distribution. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go to Shake Shack I mean, and then we'll talk. Fuck. You said something before that that caught my attention that I think is is kind of a hot take. You likened, um, oh my god, <laughs> In and Out to McDonald's. Yeah, you you likened In and Out to McDonald's. I, I I don't think I've heard someone say that. What's what's your meaning behind that? Like, what do you mean by that? It is two thirty a.m. and you have six dollars. There's only two fast food places that are really going to be open that you can purchase at. Of course, you can go to like if there's a Carl's Jr. or a Jack in the Box. If you live in L.A., sure. I'm sure those are open, but you're not like you're getting something weird there, like two like cinnamon sugar churro balls and a cream cheese dip because they have okay. those infinite type menus with a million things. But when you're just like cheeseburger, fries, fast food, it, you have six bucks. You don't have enough for Wendy's, Burger King. McDonald's does keep they normally keep the price low like you do have enough for Taco Bell but now we're in tacos so it's like you're, you don't compare in and out to Taco Bell but I think you could closer compare this is a hotter take you can compare in and out to Taco Bell better than you can compare in and out to five guys that's so interesting I feel like people hold five in guys is like 15 bucks for a okay so we're, going like, and we're talking like price and time is, I, I think it's super factor. important. I think price is a major factor. What if you what if you isolate just quality? Where do you place it? Is not I just find that very unfair. It's a very unfair thing to do to in and out personally. I think I think the in and out French fries, for example, is not even fair to compare them to five guys. Five guys obliterates them. But yeah, five guys fries are literally double the price. How would you I'm just saying from the burger standpoint? The burger, like, I think the burger destroys in and out but it's like way more burger. To, to get, when you get the burger at Five Guys, it's two burgers. When you yeah. want one burger at Five Five Guys, you order the small burger. And then so make sure to show you burger, all those calories too. <laughs> small burger is one patty, but if you went to Five Guys, you're like, can I get the cheeseburger? They're giving you two patties. That's I, I'm stock. Aware. Yeah. So like That's my stock order. Yeah, I mean. I and I did. I thought about this like over over the years because yeah. I, I found myself constantly comparing in and out, or I was trying to have this conversation internally or with people in a debate. Yeah. I'm always like, at the end of the day, though, you're comparing a five six dollar meal to a fifteen dollar meal. See, and I, I, the reason why I say it's weird to me that you say it because I feel like in the people hold in and out to this this like standard you know of of like quality and how good it is and like i feel like they are making decisions between in and out and other and and other places more than just mcdonald's and it's weird for me to to like see like that because i do like, like it really holds this high sort of i don't know i feel like in and out is one of those things you just always hear about you go to you go to california you gotta eat it it's like the you know the quality is good you know i, I don't know for some reason i feel like it's got a higher standard to it in terms of what people's it, perception well, of it. what's what's really a, a, another thing like having lived in in la and being in canada hands down 100 percent. i never would have realized it until i lived in the u.s for a while our food is better so mcdonald's yeah. here i used to be like oh mcdonald's in the u.s is trash no mcdonald's in canada is good we have really really good chicken nuggets it's mm. not like that in the u.s i've had it i've had chicken nuggets in israel I've had it in in England. They're really good in Canada. It, it, but I think we also have pretty strict agricultural laws here in a different way that I don't think you're allowed to pull some of the shit that you can pull in the U.S., like that pink slime shit. 
Anyone who doesn't know about that, look up like pink slime chicken nuggets. Yeah, I had always heard that the meat for Taco Bell um, was dog like level meat here in Canada. And like, but that could always be like an urban legend. I never went. Yeah. Double check that. But truth is, like, I watched that meat get squirted out of a little squirt gun into a taco, and it doesn't look like that here. I've never seen that taco squirt gun when we had it here. It was like literally, it was, it was being removed from a, a tray it was like yeah it was like a tray of beef it came out of a drawer up. almost like big Macs. you know the, like, the older it, the older we get the weirder that squirt gun looks it's just like it's just like weird i don't yeah. really considered it <laughs> that's like oh we're yeah. squirting meat out of a can now that's perfect you were at that level back then you were like this is how it's done i'm like it's okay they're like, like these, are the, these are the tools of the trade that's yeah, cooking that's he's that. a cook yeah, no, I think it comes down to money because at the end of the day, if you you like fifteen bucks, you can compare, you know, burgers at these crazy restaurants. You know what I mean? Like, I I'm sure if you went and got like a forty dollar burger, it's going to be incredible, much better than a Five Guys burger. But I've had you, I've had that burger. We talk about quality, and and it's you know you're saying that it's better here than in the U.S. I don't have as much experience to go off in the U.S. But I really feel like the difference between... That's why we're built different. No, but I mean, like a McDonald's, a Wendy's, a Burger King. I feel like the quote-unquote quality is the same across all of them in terms of, like, how safe and clean the ingredients are. The rest is kind of just the assembly. You know what I mean? I I do think... You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't think... I don't think... I think, think, like, McDonald's... Like, I think, like, how much the employee cares. I'm not a, a big fan of Burger King. When I was in Japan, um, the we'll employees were in their 30s, and these women made the most, like, thoughtful Burger King Whopper I've ever had in my life that looked like it's on the menu. They love their job. And I asked when I was in Japan, I was like, well, I'm like, the staff is, like, so much older than back home. And he was like, oh, yeah, when you get a job here, like, you know, you're you're kind of loyal to it. And you you probably work it for a while, and but Japan um, fast food just hit completely different. It did, it did. But and 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 the way they built the burger was one thing about Burger King is like the mayonnaise on a Whopper is never going to be properly dosed. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. mayonnaise is the sketchiest condiment. I I actually never get mayonnaise at a fast food place. Ever. What's so crazy? What's so crazy about the balance of fast food and how much I am to like fucking hating it is if I love a McChicken. If I open up the McChicken and just for some reason mayonnaise is on the outside of the bun on the bun, I won't even eat that area if I'm even going to eat this at all. I, I don't like to see McChicken That's sauce crazy. like like thumbed on top of the bun. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on back there? I truly, I'm like a no sauce, like give me no sauce almost unless it's like a Big Mac and I'll apply the sauce myself because they, they just... The standards are just completely But fucking getting sauce at McDonald's is like pulling teeth. I hate yeah, asking pay the for money. sauce. You got to pay for the, you got to pay the cash. Yeah, that's 35 but cents. But it's now, it's okay, which is fine. Charge me as much as you want, but it seems like they never really want to charge me. So they always want to kind of shortchange me on free sauce. I'm not asking for a favor. If it costs money, fucking tell me. But they're always kind of like okay take one and i'm like can i have more and they're like both you're like like, can i get can i get sauce and they're like sweet and sour or honey mustard or barbecue and you're like the fuck you mean or right 
Back in 1999, I used to dip one nugget into all of them. Exactly. Exactly. You would get a fistful. When you would ask for sauce in the 90s, you would get a fucking fistful. You didn't know what was in there. there was and you'd be like, thanks, honey. Amir. <laughs> Do you think people are down for a worse experience in exchange to, like... Would people pay to go to a like a blockbuster again and rent a movie? Even if you went and the movie you chose or something wasn't something you left with tangibly that you would put in or whatever it was. I'm just saying, would you do it for these experiences that used to exist? And I asked this because Donnie, like I just hooked up that old TV you gave me. Yeah. I'm trying to buy a remote for it. I plugged in a Super Nintendo. And I want to plug in a PS1 to it. And I want to have like a shag carpet in this room and no LED lights. If there's a phone, it's a landline. And I want to have this just this this room that's just kind of like straight from someone's basement in 1994. That's like originally what I was doing with that TV. I had a fucking futon and that TV and I would watch Simpsons and Seinfeld on DVD. I would watch the seasons on DVD. You you hit on a pain point um, for me when you were, you know, talking about Blockbuster and what I would I go and pay like what I pay for that experience and that's something that I want back in my life. I want. I, I'm sure it's the nostalgia. I'm sure it's just my age and like where I grew up and like what you want. But for me personally, I hate picking movies now. I want to go back. To picking movies at the video store that's what i want because i feel like i took more chances i took more risks i was like way more willing to just pick out something random or maybe you get that recommendation from your like you were gonna watch this shit yeah yes. <laughs> it was like my intent was way more because i actually had to get up go to the store i may talk to you know my regular store i go to whether it be like blockbuster or my local video place you read the back chat you read the what? back. Correct. You picked it up, I, you that's read it. the back. You the held thumbnail. two. You held two yeah, and read the right. backs of both back and forth. Yeah. Back and I forth. I feel like I discovered way more movies. Now I just like scroll endlessly and like I can't be convinced. No, you know what's even worse is like I'll scroll endlessly and then I'll finally see something where the description sounds interesting. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And I put it on and like no disrespect, but it's just it's Dutch with English dubbed. And I'm like, I don't want your sick movie yeah. right now and I, maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe one day i do it and if i rented you from blockbuster and you were dutch like i'd be like yo we got an international yeah, movie <laughs> sometimes i put on something and in six six minutes i'm like to netflix or to amazon prime like yo, literally amazon like, prime it, it, is very cringe it it hits as amazon prime and and even the boys hits like amazon prime i just happen to really enjoy that show but that yeah, is sure. Amazon Prime. Um, I, I had, that I had a real dad. I had a real dad moment. Uh, speaking of movies, I was being impacted by a piece of content ever since becoming a dad, and I was watching Interstellar on Netflix by myself. I was gonna watch ten minutes and go to bed, and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Let me watch TV. ten minutes of this three hour and fifty minute movie." <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna watch it in chunks. That climax watch, like, is in the last five minutes. I've seen of it, it, but I've seen it before, so I, I know the whole thing, you know. But I just was like, I'm in the mood. I want to watch. I'll watch the first, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes, and I'll go to bed. I'm two hours deep, and Harley calls me, 
and I'm sitting there and my my wife's asleep and I'm just like I'm almost in tears because now that I watch it now it's about a da- like a dad and his daughter you know I'm a dad I have a daughter and I was like almost crying like I know that's like a, a thing you almost my ass but... yeah you could say <laughs> me and Donnie talk about how we've cried I cry once a week I'm crying right now well, I see that over your skinny neck no, but why? So crazy. <laughs> it's so Shots crazy fired. looking at Donnie right now, just seeing like a half black, half Asian, six foot six dude with a shirt on crying. Yeah. Yeah. The, why are you uh, crying once a week, Harley? What's because uh, I just watch good shit, bro. I watch good Hold shit. I, where I, are you crying? In what universe of the internet are you crying? Bro, just uh, what TikTok. TikTok? <laughs> TikTok gets you, yeah? Okay. Okay, so I'll tell you one. Donnie, you might not even want to listen to this. Is this uh, a fucking dog thing? Yeah, right. This guy knows. Uh, he knows that I know. He knows that I know. Um, so it was just like it's this this like la, la, chocolate lab. La, la. <laughs> it's this chocolate lab and this older Chihuahua, and they uh, eat together. But the chocolate lab has this you know bigger big dog food. But every time the chocolate lab goes to eat, it pulls out like two or three of its kibble and drops it next to its bowl. And this little dirty rat chihuahua comes and eats these three pieces with him while he eats his food. Um, And then they just show that they always do that. And then it just like the music switches up and it gets all cold and dark, the music. And then it shows how that chihuahua died. But it shows all the times the chocolate lab is still there and it grabs three, two, three pieces of food and drops it next to the bowl as if the chihuahua is like Eliyahu in spirit. He's going to be there to eat it with him. And you start, you had a couple of tears. So, like if I had to do an acting scene that was like an emotional one, I have a mm-hmm. couple that are bookmarked. One of yeah. them is, is this great video. It's this 16 year old kid. I could actually cry sharing it right now. He's this 16-year-old kid, and he's at the guitar store, um, and he's just like, he just looks like such a fucking rocker, like, in his heart and his soul, but, like, he's he just gives off, like, introverted vibes, and he he's just looks emo. like he loves, he looks like he loves music. Now, he's kind of, like, a bit more than that, and he, he looks like he loves to fucking rock, and... He goes to the guitar store with his mom and uh, the guy who owns it like is just like, oh, here. And he pulls out a letter and the letters from his dad who died. Um, I don't know how long ago, but, you know, um, maybe from an illness. And he wishes him like a happy 16th birthday. And then the guy I've pulls out this. from behind the counter like this fucking sick ass wild stallions electric guitar that's like a fucking lime green like fucking triangle and this like rocker dude guy kid just fucking breaks down holding this sick ass electric guitar and i'm just every time i see him like you fucking go and you'd be the best goddamn guitar player that hits hard (sighs) and one more this one is easy to share because it doesn't sound sad at all in fact it's only going to make me sound pathetic after the excellent ones that I just shared, is this uh, woman goes to, like, the basketball game and she drops all her drinks and then, like, gets hit with a ball. And it's just embarrassing because everyone sees it. But then, like, shortly, like, LeBron James falls on her and, like, knocks her over and, like, picks her up and, like, hugs her and, like, has a moment. 
And then it's like everything else that sucked, you just see in her face. She's just so elated that LeBron James had this moment. It's like everything it's like else a McDonald's didn't commercial. <laughs> that ruined it, what you just did to me. I was feeling <laughs> a love grow, and I'm like, actually, it is fucking. And then you said that, and you killed it. Um, realistically, someone's listening, and one of those caught someone. Yeah. Yeah, hey, like, what are you? Who is it? Yeah, who's crying. Who, who's you crying now, bitch? Nobody's Look at you in, in your car. We uh, doing? You're in your car? Oh, where are you? You're at home? It. It's okay, it. man. Yeah. It's okay. I too, cry I too. cry also. Yeah. Yeah, we're being vulnerable yeah. right now. We cry yeah. too. Listen. Yeah. yeah. That, that that middle one hit pretty hard, though. I gotta say, it might be just because I got my dad now, but it hits hard. That one's tough. <clears throat> you ever watch the Dodo? You know that shit. I'm aware of the dodo, yeah. Yeah, the dodo's what'll take me out if I go down. You guys do a lot of crying over hole. like animal stuff, eh? That's your that's your main go to. I avoid that Yo. normally. I'm not in that algorithm personally. So I don't want to cry, just sometimes I open up TikTok and like it'll get me or someone will send me something. <laughs> yeah. We're getting sentimental in our old days, I say. You know? Well, yeah, like, I hate. I hate, like twenty three year old thoughts, boss. You ain't crying, bro. You're bro, like, we're like Jack Daniels. You're crying. You're just not telling Derek about it. <laughs> when I was like, <laughs> when I was seventeen, eighteen, like sixteen, like I had the internet at such a young age. I remember liking violent content, not like because I want just because I it was shit that I'd never seen. Like it was a dark time when I watch. I would watch people die. I had never seen that in my life. Um, not that, that I would watch that and that would make crap. I don't watch that now. It's just one thing that I'm like, I see that shit. I'm like, yeah, no. Like I now I like I remember seeing like not safe for work or not safe for life tags on things. And I'm like, what are you scared of? Pussy tits blood. <laughs> and now yeah, I not like safe to know. for life. Not safe for life is a lot nowadays. I, I walk like a pretty... So I'm still in that fucking stage where I watch really intense things. I don't watch like the crazy, gory fucking... You guys are sick. ...cartel murder shit that's out there. But like I watch a lot of intense shit a lot of the time. And my girlfriend is... And like even when I'm just casually chilling, I'm often watching like police badge cams and like stuff like that. And she's kind of like, why do you watch all this like sad fucking weird shit? And I'm just kind of like, it's because it's the realist thing. It's like the, I. it's not that I like watching violence or stuff like that, but I have a thing about watching like reality in a true sense where it's not acted and it's not scripted and it's not written and it's not edited into a thing like a reality show is. It's like. This is like a video of what happened of something you didn't get to see happen in real life. Now you're getting to see like a different part of I avoid that. real life. I avoid that. I feel like it's like I don't need to see it. I've avoided that for yeah. 10 years. But in like 2005, 2006, like I definitely would watch like terrorist videos. Yeah, I would go I, to those the, websites. The I would go to things like it was just different from what was available and it was weird and it's actually it's how i got to reddit was because ages ago i would uh look at this stuff and um i got to subreddits that were good to detox from watching messed up yeah. content i bleach and yeah things like that and so 
Um, but I, I don't, I don't like that stuff anymore. Um, and I, I, it's crazy to think that that stuff was so accessible. I feel like I would have a very hard time finding some of the level of craziness that I did, that I did get, or maybe I don't know. I just, I literally never look for it anymore. Mm. Like, I, I don't know. I know the last time I went to live leak. Uh, and I used to know, like this, we're talking like five years ago. Like Donnie would send me a link. The only person would be like from Live Leak. I'll get like a text <laughs> message, a Live Leak link, and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'll see like yeah, meet. I'll see like meet crayon or something in the title. I'm like, fuck, I gotta click because <laughs> why would he send it? Yeah, I I usually try not to go like full fucking gore. So I'm even if I'm sending you something, it'll be someone getting hurt, but it's not gonna be like, you know. I, w- I watch I watch so hard. Someone, someone getting hurt is funny. No, no, that's the thing. Arm, I don't someone watch someone having the arm goes like a meat grinder is not. No, no, no. I don't watch it like that. I don't do anything that's like overtly bloody or anything like that. Like you're like you're like, Instagram's like given sitting, me a reel before. Like I've, Tom I've got like, no, I got like a crazy. No, I got like a factory death on Instagram once like a reel like what? someone at a factory oh, like one of those. And I was in the like, lathe. Oh. I was like, it, I didn't it's, this. it's got to be this famous one of like, I think it was a Chinese guy that got caught in a lathe His and he starts spinning. Yeah, that's it. He that's starts exactly spinning it. and his body parts are flying off in uh-huh. the air. It wasn't the you first see, time that I got you see it from somewhere. far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't matter. Stick- the concept is so beyond sickening. <clears throat> exactly. Even us talking yeah, about to, it is like. No, I stick to the wholesome stuff. I stick to like people slipping on ice and someone filming them as they walk by. And like, bro, you say you stick to the wholesome things, and then you send like the most doctor huge content. (laughs) No, 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 no. that's different. That's different. Yeah, Yeah, sure. You're just you're you're just filling that hole with a different type of content. Um, you know what's actually so stupid and (laughs) dumb? Um, (laughs) stupid and dumb. So stupid and bad. Uh, Starbucks had this thing where it was like you put in your star sign and they're gonna give you a drink, and um, like say so you go on this website and I you know I put in a cancer and it's like your color tranquil teal, your flower ranunculus, your drink caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino, save this chart or order drink, and it's this like graphic designed it's a whole ass website and I'm like bro. No matter how much technology advances or where the conversation goes, they still got to pull shit like this. They still have to drop like a hundred and or nine hundred K on this whole website and way more design. Yeah, yeah. It's for sure more (laughs) than that. It's for sure part of like an entire thing. And they do all this to give me to tell me that my drink based on my sign is a caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino drink. You fucking pussies. No, it's not. None of that's good. But <laughs> it would have been good if it was like black venti. I would know they're real. I would know they're fucking real. But instead, Donnie did it and he also got a caramel drink. Sounds like they're trying to move their fucking caramel syrup, bro. Yeah. Like this entire thing pick, exists. Oh, did you pick afternoon or did you pick morning? Morning. So I, I picked this that one. Have, you can literally have a coffee and six pancakes. With syrup instead of this drink, I see. I know. I I know the meeting they had about this, and they're like, people. It's one thing about the internet that I've never really dived into personally, but I see is something that is like memed or talked talked about quite a bit, or is like a 
a sort of character or like a, a part of what people talk about a lot of the internet is like signs your sign you know like what it means your your sign. astrological sign uh, the thing is i've like just happened to be on tinder in los angeles oh yeah here we go this time <laughs> so yeah. i would uh, my conversations dating if you just knew a little of astrology uh things were just there was a, a whole avenue of conversations that can occur that would be really leading to maybe you know encouraging us to be adventurous tonight like being like i don't yeah. know a pisces and a up. cancer two water signs at night on a quarter moon you have to come back to my place i just have a feeling something is gonna be there's gonna be moisture this is how you water. end up <laughs> fucking a girl this is how you end up fucking a girl with a toe ring yeah, I'd rather I'd rather a toe ring than uh, fucking a no girl with a no ring. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, uh, I, I went buy, deep I in that, and then you got to go. You go even deeper. I got to the point where I was like, so I was like balls deep in this shit. That really? like, if someone was like, "What's your sign?" I'm like, "What's your moon?" And what's your sun? And what time were you born at? Uh, and I'd be like, interesting. Uh, when was the last time you really corrected your chakras? You want to open them up with me right now? Let's head on to the grass and stomp the grass barefoot. I think we should get grounded right now. Hug a tree, stomp the grass barefoot. Um, and then we're going to go buy four different types of whole foods and eat them each individually in a row. No expectations. Let's see how we feel after that. Wow. And what did the men say that you were meeting with? <laughs> <laughs> well, the men, actually, for your information, I identify as not men, and they were way hotter than any girl you've ever been with. So <laughs> let's just say I was a ranunculus. Uh, you know, talking shit about my, about my sign, by the way, like I am a Capricorn. I do know what it is. So it's all, you know. All right, and it tells me that I'm tenacious, resourceful, and bro, capable. You ain't you so. a Capricorn? Shout go get Starbucks, capped bro. in the morn. <laughs> Shout out to Starbucks. Shout out to a caramel macchiato, motherfucker. No, they they gave me iced americano, which they're very wrong about. That's not my drink. It's a way better drink than what I got. I'll tell you something. I yeah. know enough about signs yeah. to feel a way about Capricorns. Like Capricorns and Cancers don't vibe that well. Um, like it's like either like a big yes or a big no, and they differ in the ways that you and I literally differ that are like blatantly <laughs> obvious. Oh, in real life, you even mean. things like I would sit at home and mm -hmm. order something to my my shell, my home, my cat, like my my crab shell. I stay in here. It's good vibes in here. Mm -hmm. Bring the food here. I don't care about that. A Capricorn like would very much care about the quality of what they're consuming. Like Capricorns do like finer things. They do like 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 things like that you like. They do like a higher quality. Like Capricorns, like I do think I think of snobby like right away. Like they might be and it's all bullshit. That's the thing. Really? Remember, it's all bullshit. You think I'm a snob? Come on, bro. No, Come I'm on. saying Capricorns are. But I'm a Capricorn. Uh yeah. But I just I I also like it is also bullshit, right? Yeah, exactly. Because Harley goes out a lot and travels a lot for someone who's like obsessed with staying in their shell. Yeah, I have to though. Stay in his shell a lot though. He has no choice. I have to. 
You don't have to go to these fucking bullshit DJs you go to at two in the morning on a Wednesday. That's actually yeah. Very but now chill. that now that he's now that he's uh, the sauce boss, like like but the 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 signs. The thing is, the the stars and the signs and the days are not exactly aligned with when it was first charted. Remember, this is all bullshit. Um, so <laughs> the days have shifted. I am technically you pissed someone off, and this this was a big deal. This was a big deal when I saw this because a lot like came together, even though it was all bullshit, was uh, that <laughs> I actually am a a Cancer Leo cusp. And that makes a lot of sense. A cancer Leo cuck? It's cusp. pronounced cuck. It's pronounced cuck. What? Cusp? Cusp, okay. yeah. Cuck or cusp? Cusp. Both. Okay. Cuck. I am sure. on the cusp of cuckery. That's for sure. Uh, sure. Okay. Every moment okay. of every day. Uh, okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, yes, Capricorns Capricorns are hard for you to relax, emotionally reserved, married to your job, super critical. You have a five-year plan for every part of your life and high standards when it comes to things like friends, dating, or possessions. Now, mm. bro, it's all bullshit, <laughs> but that's really funny. To those listening, that is very accurate for Lynch. Um, which is and it is I do think it's all bullshit because you could say things like if if I had read you're married to your job I'd be like I am but not in the way that he is truthfully like it is like that like and it's hard for you to relax like that's so funny yeah, that is interesting yeah you, they are kind of nailing it okay so do me do me okay, what is so it what's your sign I'm an Aries Oh, I knew it, bro. The second. What is typical Aries behavior? Uh, are driven by desire to prove themselves and their strength. <clears throat> how does how do you feel about that right off the bat? Uh, not very. Really? Not very tied to it. Not really tied to, to proving yourself and your strength. What what feats of strength am I trying to demonstrate? I think you're looking at like, I think you're looking at strength in a black and white, like strong type of thing, but strength can be like this could be translated. Oh no. So people that aren't themselves. Aries. And bro, I believe you, all this is bullshit. Trust me, I no, know, bro. It but was it's just like for BJs. That's why I did it. But it's bullshit. But it's like saying that people that aren't in Aries want to do bad and prove that they can't do well in a thing. Like that's we're not talking. How is it about unique? We're not talking about them. We're not talking about them. No, but I'm not. I'm saying how is it not? How is it unique? But let's. How is it? That was one sentence. Let's see what else we get here. Oh my, my okay. phone's ringing. Keep going. Actually, I'll okay. turn. Sounds like a you problem. Yeah, bro. Now very, I just heard it. Very Capricorn vibes. Um, <laughs> so you have high energy, are competitive, and ambitious. Mm. Okay. See, I agree with you. Your noise there. I don't like when it just says three good things. Everyone's like, "You're right. I am ambitious. I do have right. high energy." Um, they well, naturally they take like your. They naturally send more. Sorry. Yeah, I, I agree. I do think these even kind of relate to him a little bit, but that's besides the point. I don't want to stick on everything. I think they relate to you too. The next one, the uh, they naturally take charge because they're good at initiating new projects. Uh, who's the trip planner every time? Oh, shit. Who's the planner? Not always. Yeah. Not oh, always no, but who likes to take charge though? Because they're good at it. Uh, a lot of gotcha moments going on. And, and the next one, they can also be impatient. 
And that, unlike oh, the time, I'm very the amount impatient. of times, the amount of times he's naturally taken charge because he was good at initiating a new project and abandoned it because he was impatient. And then also <laughs> are naturally active. You're one of the most naturally active guys from Damn. the jump, bro. Right. It's crazy. Okay. So Yo, it's like you want the a couple of very you want the broad, weaknesses. Uh, you want the weaknesses. Let's go. Let's Aggressive. Okay. Self-centered. Hey, how'd mine get in here? Blunt. <laughs> I was what? Aggressive, blunt, pushy, bad tempered. Damn. Yeah. I don't think okay, I'm Imagine I had now. nothing in Let's front of go. me and I was just saying shit about you guys that I knew. Like that. I'd be like, yeah, well, it thinking, says I that. Thinking you- now, but I was also thinking we should be like be calling our significant others or exes and be like, listen, we're doing a quick um sign check here. This is how they describe Donnie or this is how they describe Lynch. Tell me. Do you think this is this person and have a full assessment of it? That Dude. would be so good. Do you think your exes would agree with these statements that were just made? I think, I think that over 50% of all the traits we could read from each sign apply to any of us. But maybe so I think it's a very dude, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. This stuff use, is like don't use that. But also like okay, no, here's like, the thing. Don't and, use and the same, but thing. use the stars. <laughs> like here, here's another thing. Back. Here's another thing. Cause cause and this yeah. is the truth. This is what like this is why this stuff is like bullshit or the things that I see is like if I were to look up mine, like like what we were saying, uh we were talking about how I said the crab shell thing. Like what's interesting is I could read it and it could say that I am introverted and shy. And that's the opposite, right? However, in my head, I'll be like, I am. And I always <laughs> fight against it. I work so hard to not be right. introverted, so, and shy, which is true. To, that's in called my a, head. a but post hoc rationalization. You can rationalize it any way to make it fit. Oh, I am that way, are but it's like a that. little different. Yeah, it's, these it's are like that. like that. I mean, yeah. isn't, isn't that kind of the secret to... And this is where we get I the secret like to is, the secret. No, this, don't get me yeah. started. <laughs> this is like, like, you know, like, like hot reads and cold reads and how people um, sort of like, will do like, you know, not like palm, like palm reading or different types of sort of like readings, you know? Yeah. They, they're, like they're medium. Reading, the signs you're putting off and also like I'll, you um, are like willing to participate and grab onto what information serves you best in that moment and that's why it's all kind of bullshit because it is your your brain is really good at like finding it cognitive biases there's a whole bunch of them there's a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of them first of all when you go to a fucking i can't believe by the way donnie teller donnie you always got these answers and terms and i i can't believe it you might be the first person i know who graduated from university of reddit <laughs> it's Bro, crazy. I read. I, I read a read lot. A lot. Of I know books. you read a lot. You do read a lot, and you probably are a very fast reader. Dude. So, given that, I'm sure you read Reddit very fast. Also, I don't even look at smart shit on Reddit, though. Reddit, Anymore. I'm looking at bar because they're fights. all reposts. You got them already. <laughs> you, did, yeah. you already did. Just, it. You graduated. Yeah. You're like Van Wilder. Saved. Thought he pulled yeah. up the save tabs. He's got going on. He's like, oh, let me no. slow this, read this term. Thinking fast and slow by Daniel Kahneman. To learn about I've cognitive I've actually, biases. I've actually read it. I have read it. Did you actually? You years ago. I did, yeah. See, that's what's crazy. Is like, if I said that, like, it's a joke, obviously, but you did read that. Yeah, yeah it's a very... Why don't... Just to make up for the fucking dumbass, stupid bullshit I was 
yammering on about the stars. <laughs> what is that that you guys both read? You guys read this book. This has got an audience. Maybe someone read, else should read it. it. Is this a recommendation here? It's a big uh, recommendation. It was it was a very, very like uh it was a big book. Very what's it called? People thinking called. fast and slow. What's it about? And it, dude, I read it a long time ago. Like many, many moons ago. This is like uh it's basically well i guess you, it's, it's like how, to inter- how to interpret things how to approach like problems how your brain no, the, works yeah how your brain that, works yeah, basically things like, in your brain are constantly fighting over control of your behavior and actions yeah teaches you the many exactly. ways in which this leads to yeah. errors in memory judgment and decisions and what you can do yeah. about it sounds like it's for me yeah so basically the the main thesis was like there's system one and system two thinking i forget the order of which one was labeled but you have sort of an automatic thought and then you have the frontal lobes that do a lot of like the The fast intuitive and emotional versus the slower more deliberative and logical yeah Exactly, yeah. but that extends out into all these consequential ways. And to and, those listening, by the way, I don't know. I didn't read this book. Donnie and Lynch did. I was just reading a thing here as he's talking. I didn't want anyone guys, to think that I was really good at putting into words what you were saying. There. So I actually wanted to get this other guy as a guest who I read his book a long time ago, and he has his YouTube channel and this newsletter that I, I happen to read. The book's called The Obstacle is the Way. For sure, Donnie must have read this one. Come on. Nope. That one falls under like the thinking fast and slow for me, but it was written by this guy and he has like a stoicism channel now. Like, he what's just, his like, name? He says like Ryan Holiday. I was what like, what do they call him? Guy. Is he the Daily Stoic? Yeah, that's his uh, whole business there. And he wrote the, that's his book. And that's the, I read that book and like recently over the last few years, like I, I found his YouTube channel. I've watched like I got lost in some sort of like YouTube whole of like his content and like i have his daily stoke thing that comes into my email just to be reminded that literally we're going to be dust and like any problem i have is just not really like worth like fretting over i guess is the best way to put it like i find as someone who's obsessive compulsive it in order for me to manage my like sort of obsessive anxiety that happens with like stress um i have to remind myself daily that literally like most of this shit is just like yeah like you got to do your best always but like never never let something be so big that it like fucks up your whole life or like makes you go and think the wrong way or do something like that's detrimental to yourself because like for the most part it's just like bullshit as someone who like will assess what i say to people think very clearly about what my intentions are when i talk even though I'm doing this podcast, which is, by the way, completely out of my character, like 100%. This is not something that I would normally do. Harley has been slowly convincing me to, like, be comfortable. And, in fact, is like, watching him has made me more comfortable in terms of, like, what I'm willing to do. And it's a long way to say, that, like, that is something that has helped me learn that, like, a lot of the emotion that gets tied up and just, like, regular day shit that happens to you is like not worth being stressed out about or being anxious about unless it's something like obviously you know look for me i'm saying me personally that's how i operate nowadays mm-hmm. did you read this book uh um because i the only reason why i ask because everything you're saying sounds really useful like it had been useful to you and this book is a related book and it just has a ton of reviews called atomic habits I have, yeah. By James Clear. You read that book? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is what it really interesting about this book is, and this is what's so funny about when the whole like Andrew Tate thing came up and people were like, but he says good things. I remember that was a thing that people would say to me in defense of him. All the time, like, yeah, but yeah. he says good yeah. things. And like, it's like, yeah, you know, you know, if someone were to go on and on, I'm sure they're going to say something maybe that's inspiring or motivating at some point or that is good or that isn't inherently bad. Uh, but there's just so many sources where you can get like pure, raw, uncut, potentially good behavior changing advice or something like that. And I was just looking at these books that you guys were talking about. I have an Amazon Amazon Prime account. I realized like I have all of these for free with Audible. Like these are all I can. I literally have them. It's the audio book. Um, there's guys, like a tipping point to these kind of books, though. Like you can, there's like there's a utility to it. And usually, when I read a book like that, I take like one or two things, and then I forget most of it. That's usually how my well brain will absorb stuff. I'll learn something from it, and then like I'll hold on to that probably forever. But like a lot of it just sort of gets dropped. Well, I I like and and it's funny because it's it's such a funny book now, but it was useful to me at one point. But frequently bought together um, was uh, Thinking Fast and Slow, Atomic Habits. Donnie, did you ever read Atomic Habits? Yeah. And the uh, 48 Laws of Power. I knew you were going to say that. But that's so weird that that's there because I don't like just reading what these books are about. I don't put the 48 Laws of Power on their list. And I I liked that book at one time. 48 Laws of Power was low key kind of like my Andrew Tate in yeah, the sense that, that is, like it that is, is it is kind of similar to that where it was like yeah there's a book here and there are good things said but fundamentally at its core is this isn't really how you want to operate in the long run with the people that are going to be close to you in life but anyways aside from that it's usually something that'll be a hook that gets me and this atomic habits one is just really interesting what it just says here it's the four laws of behavioral change make it obvious make it attractive make it easy make it satisfying there's a version of every habit that can bring you joy and satisfaction find it there are no good habits or bad habits only effective habits and success is the product of daily habits not a once in a lifetime transformation having said that um i totally like that hits for me the, that there's a version of every habit that can bring you joy and satisfaction. There were things like training for boxing or, um, you know, eating better, finding the things like to make me want to eat or the things to find little joys in certain things, you know, flavoring my food differently with spices that I never use. Just something to like make this habit more of a thing. For example, going to the gym was hard, but if I spent the time making a playlist, and collecting music that is really motivating to me, that playlist where I'm like, I should go to the gym, I'll put on my headphones at home, that gets me in. It's like, that's just a version of that habit that could bring, and that's just my shallow version has nothing to do with this book. I didn't read a page of it. I'm just saying this one line here speaks to me. So Mm -hmm. I want to check this one out. I do have something that I want to ask you, Harley. And, um, so we've we've kind of addressed it, but like now there's more content coming out, like through our through our channels and stuff like that, through your stuff. Where like you really have gone through this massive transformation, you know, over the last. I don't know. I think like we have a video of you where I think we do like a video where you're like super fat. You're like I got fat, 
And like, we're joking, we're making jokes, it's funny, but ultimately like you did, like you were over 300 pounds, you were like extremely unhealthy. This is like peak pandemic vibes, uh, peak pandemic here in, um, with the lockdowns in Canada and everything. How did you finally like break through and like, what kind of advice, like, I feel like we're giving advice right now. What kind of advice can you impart on people who were like clearly are struggling with this because i think we all other than donnie like i know you and i have both been this up and down type thing and so what how were you able to finally do like what got you to that place what i think what i think was really uh probably the 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 most discouraging thing to hear to anyone listening about this looking back and I'm, i'm i'm just assessing it right now and scrutinizing it is that uh the false starts never stopped and because of pandemic there was this unique scenario where for one full year probably the false starts did stop and that's why i fell off so hard pandemic allowed a lot of people to fall off in an enormous way that you just wouldn't have any other like you wouldn't have been at home and got money from the government and been like uber eats is like not charging delivery and everyone's watching fucking you know the same movies yeah tiger king like uh this this whole thing like so it it made for a special recipe and i would definitely acknowledge that um but when that didn't happen and the last time i was fat and i i I got my shit together was that the the false starts should never stop i don't care who makes fun of you if it's fucking the 18th sunday in a row and you're like tomorrow i start then good Never lose the grip because I know from pandemic and I know from watching a lot of fat person content because I love it um, is that you can fall off and not give a fuck. And I understand, you know, mental health health is a is a thing and maybe someone is depressed. There's a whole other thing. And, you know, like, listen, if you're put on a lot of weight, you might be depressed. There might be something you might you should go potentially seek help. Maybe you are depressed. Maybe there's a medication for your depression that actually will make you care about eating better. Who knows? I don't know. But if you're just a regular or like if you're a typical person and you're like me and you just love picking out and fucking up, don't let go of that, that false start that, that, that you're going to start again. And it might be a false start. And I'm not saying get comfortable with all your false starts because they are embarrassing, embarrassing. And it is humiliating when, you tell someone you see someone and you're 15 pounds heavier and the last time they saw you, you were like two pounds less and you're like, yeah, I've been pretty good for a day. Um, like, and I know, I know how that feels, but you gotta, you gotta stick with it. And I, I, I did have the boxing match, which I, I had to train for. Um, but you know what, looking back at it all is picking up that fun skill, going back to like what the book said was there was a version of that habit of me getting in shape and, and boxing was that learning the skill was fun. There are things that that could be fun that you could do, like, you know, putting together a playlist, running, whatever it is. Don't give up on the idea that you're not going to give up. And I'm like such a a big I'm, I'm a big believer in like, you know, today. You fucked up your eating, but you drank a lot of water. That is a good step. And I'll take it. Because there's 365 days in a year. And if you took this entire year to slowly get started so that you hit the next year, the ground running, like that's that's fine. If you if you did that, you know, I think uh, 
you just have to not give up. And I, I did give up during pandemic. Everyone did. Lots of people did. Man, those people that fucking did it, the people that got ripped during pandemic, craziest people I know. Yeah. I was like, we're all out here getting fucking fat watching Tiger King, and you were doing resistance bands and fucking pull-ups and kettlebell Donnie. Who were you mad at, bro? So I was fucking... I got into Pavel Tsatsouline. Started watching a bunch of uh, Russian content before it was controversial. Pavel Tsatsouline. <clears throat> if someone is listening and they are fat and they're fucked up, would buying a five-pound kettlebell and doing what he says, would that be a great start? Or is I'd that with, jumping in too early? Honestly, I'd start with a 35, a 26 if you're very, very weak. Well, if you're weaker, start with a 26. If you have, you know, some upper body strength, start with a 35 and go on YouTube and type in enter the kettlebell and check out Pavel Tsatsouline. And one thing about kettlebell guys, if you bought a kettlebell, like they really don't deteriorate. So if you bought a 26 pound and then you got stronger you could sell that like you could literally sell it maybe take like a like a hit small hit but like you're still gonna use it yeah you would you would one handed stuff all that that's it like i've moved up and i still use my lighter kettlebells to warm up and it's me and sometimes if you want to kettlebells Really, I used to do. I used to do kettlebells. Did you? I mean, I pretty much tried. I've dabbled in almost all fitness programs. I would say, <laughs> like, I think Donnie and I were texting back and forth. I'm like, I, I will just buy programs. Like, you know, like, uh, I've bought like Athlete Next. I've bought Knees Over Toes. Like, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've tried a bunch. No, of Peak ones. Lynch. I, I, peak Lynch <laughs> is standing on the exercise ball doing uh, alternating <laughs> hammer curls, alternating yeah, bicep exactly. curls while standing on an exercise ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that was straight legs, standing. Uh, yeah, standing. fully standing on an exercise ball and doing biceps. That was like my that was my gym trick. I could like do all that kind of weird. Yeah, and he was stuff. also high with his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had pictures from. Sounds day. like me in my living room. That's yeah. yeah I wish... Your living room, your Pavel Satsuline. <laughs> well, you did say something like the little like you're kind of describing like little wins, but you know even further than that, like you you. You little winstrol but you did <laughs> well you didn't uh you didn't get to where you wanted to at the first fight like we talked about this a lot right we, we did you know we were filming and we were doing stuff you were you know you were gonna box which you know i mean there's there's no bigger motivator than knowing you're gonna like be taking your shirt off in front of a bunch of people and and like boxing someone and even with that pressure you weren't able to get to your like what you wanted to be like you, you know, like like that's that's so crazy that it took you like the next fight. I didn't, I, I didn't dial in the food the first time. I was doing crazy cardio and I was eating like halfway good how I knew, but I didn't yeah. do the strict thing. I didn't really. That's do how it. hard it is mentally, though. That just even that you had a it's fight. So once you someone. do it, no, but like once you do it, it's yeah. easy. I just didn't do it. I just didn't think. It was until I started measuring really clean food. And comparing it to what else you eat. And it's like when I thought about how like, oh, you ate well, you were in a caloric deficit. Cool. Uh, Well, now you decided to have a cheat meal and you ate this or that this weekend. And truth is like your body's starving. So all of that food like literally went to that weird pouch right below your belly button and filled up from there. 
drastically because <laughs> you you were starving. Your body's just not. Your body's a sponge right now. Um, and Did I used to fuck up. Body... I used to like. I would like eat well for like five days and then fuck up on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's the classic move. Did you think that your body would bounce back as well as it has? No, I thought my like skin would be looser. That's like crazy. it's not perfect, yeah. but I thought it would be looser. Looks like I was about to pull my shirt up or something and start shaking. Yeah, I thought you were. I was actually, all right, let's go. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see the, the next week. We're actually, yeah, next week. No, we are in the process of um, you know, taking our shirts off. <laughs> yeah. You, well, actually, Everyone, of, everyone's we, got a joke. Yeah. We are um, in the process of like producing this sort of part two docuseries that we're doing because Harley is boxing in three weeks. Um, and so we've been working hard to sort of pull all that together. And part of that will be like a real dive into sort of where you're at. I'm like looking at, and I, so I've been going through old footage, like looking at stuff that we shot in the Toronto apartment. And it's just really wild. Like I had this like, tic, I had like this TikTok or this video I found on my phone, like of you, And it's just like, so funny. Like we're just laughing, we're laughing. Like we're having a good time. And that's the one thing, like, you know, you're like, you're fat as hell. I'm fat as hell. Like we're having a good old time. But like deep down, we're like, damn, I wish I could break this fucking cycle <laughs> right now. Yeah, I yeah, because there, there, there's a lot of fun parts about just like accepting uh, fatness. Like there is it. an enjoyable aspect of like eating what you want for lunch, dinner, and a dessert so, and a snack, and like being like, hell so yeah, it's just. Now. Then you wake up and you're like, bro, what's with my tits right now? <laughs> And like that hurts. And like sometimes, like I'd wake up and I'd be like ready to get out of bed, and I'd be like, I don't want to take my fat fucking body out of bed right now. Look at this <laughs> I don't want to see gravity body. work on it. Like it's almost like I would push it away, and then like every like fourth day or something, or when I go to like the next five pounds or something, I'd be like, bro, look at this shit. What the fuck am I doing? Or I'd wake up and be like, yo, and I wouldn't be full. And like, you know, maybe like, Julie's like, you want to get breakfast? And I'm like, I'm full because like five and a half hours ago, I ate a whole pizza and then yeah. slept. And it's still like, it's not even down my throat. All <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. Right. <laughs> like there's like, pizza uh... all the way here, like in my gullet. All the way through my intestines, like at the front door of my asshole. Like breathing. it's all pizza through the whole yeah, like my body. Pancakes? And I wake up. Yeah, she's like, you want to And I'm like, kaka, kaka, pizza. And she's like, yeah, but it's pancakes or something or French toast. So I'm like, you have a heartburn oh? currently active? Yeah. Yeah. You're just yeah. breathing through a pepper. I, I, think, I actually think it's like 10 minutes later that you feel there. It's like such instant Depends. gratification feeling. You know, like you eat something, and you're like, "Oh, that was that was fire!" Like you know, and like you and I have the same sickness. You know, some people shut like, that off though. I think some people are just super fat, and they like shut that off. Like I think it's a good time to be like, "Yo, it's not too late." I was mad yeah, fat. Like true. it's really not too late. Like you might be shut off. True. You might be like, "I don't give a fuck." And you know what? There are many times where I may have gone like two weeks at a time, being like, "I don't give a fuck," and I didn't. And there's a lot to enjoy, and there was like deals on food, and like it's like pathetic how addicted to food you could actually be but like it's fucking it's great it's yeah. great and like um like just was... don't don't fully give up don't fully yeah. like drop it like no matter how fat you are all right that's the binge eater podcast thank you so much for listening shout out to donnie duckets and lynch holding it down put that knife away no knives on the podcast uh and guys uh thank you for listening trust no one except us and uh, holler at your boy. Holler back.